Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch. I'm Josh Hyman. And today we're going to recap a little bit of the um, San Jose Sharks game for you. Yep, yep. Um, Should good, be a good time. Big win for the Blues. Yeah, came out victorious, 3-2. to two. Um, Baby statement game. Not as big of a statement game as Colorado, but uh, losing two in a row, you want to kind of bounce back and establish like, hey, you're not going to go on a losing streak was it, here. So. Was, it, was it two in a row? I thought it was three. Wasn't one of them in overtime? It might have been three. Yeah, I think it was three. It might have been one three. Of, one of them was in overtime, though. But yeah, three in a row. It's 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 unlike the this this year's Blues. So they they uh, they came back with a big win against the Sharks, which was nice. Yeah, and to kind of establish the tone of the game, uh, Tyler Bozak comes out firing in the second period. Nothing happened in the first period, but uh, <laughs> just Justin, dude, just an absolute rifle from Tyler Bozak. Yeah, that, that was, was a upper ninety. Assisted by Alexander Steen and Braden Shen, you love to see it. That was a that was a fun goal. A bit a a bit of a, a bit of a a very chemistry esque goal. That's that's not a goal that happens if, if these guys haven't been playing with each other for as long as they have. You saw you know you saw Bozak coming down the boards and then dishes the puck off and do does a little bit of a they do a little bit of a, a swing move there. They they switch positions and next thing you know Tyler Bozak's all alone out front. Uh, it was it was a really pretty goal and I think like I said shows that the the chemistry that that line has. But if anything. That, that goal just felt like a, uh, a goal that would be scored by a cup contending team. That just felt like, okay, yeah, the, these are the Blues that, that we know and love. They're, they're back. They're, yeah, after that first goal, I was definitely feeling pretty comfortable. I, I would have been a little worried if the Sharks came out hot and the Blues looked poor again. I would have been like, okay, maybe this losing streak's a bit of an issue. But that goal definitely was a good reminder of what this team is capable of, and they didn't really look back since then. Yeah, and I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Like, the Blues never really looked out of control. Like, yeah, we never we didn't score in the first period, but it seemed like we were controlling the puck for the most part the whole right. time. Right. Um, and just kind of having our way with the San Jose Sharks. Right. But, yeah, so then a minute and – I think it was a minute and 20 seconds later, Ivan Barbashev goes streaking down all alone, breakaway, shoots, saved by the goalie. But who picks it up but the great one, Oscar Sundquist. <laughs> slings it back over to him and it's a wide open cage and makes it two nothing gorgeous yeah that was that was that was another a re, another really fun goal it was one of those ones where you watch it the first time and you or not the first time but you watch the first the first attempt and you were like ah oh, damn that was that was a tough one and then next thing you know you're like wait a minute wait a minute next thing you know barbershop comes flying back around and and scores an almost a really pretty goal uh off off like a bit of a one-timer great shot and you know relentless doesn't give up on the play uh, he's you know he's known for that hard worker and i think that just goes speaks for the the whole vibe of the team is never getting up on the play always skating giving it 110 percent and being in the right place at the right time you never know you know you get tonight on the breakaway a lot of guys would kind of maybe skate off to the bench hold their stick up in the you know stick off the ice be a little but he 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 right after right after he misses the net whips around the net wide open out front all alone and scores a pretty goal to put the blues up too yeah that's one of the goals where you go oh, oh, oh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's the best of both worlds everything yeah. culminated in like a hockey game or a sports game, it's like the highest of highs and like not really the lowest of lows, but like it's a lot of peaks and valleys right there in that like three second time span. So those are always fun. Yeah. 
Um, the Sharks finally get on the yeah. Sorry, yeah, go before, ahead. yeah, no, no, no. Before we before we move forward, I think a uh, big thing to highlight between the with the first two goals is it it scoring getting goals from Barbashev and Bozak is exactly why this team was having so much success because you know when a guy like Tarasenko goes, goes down, that's that's thirty to forty to you know fingers crossed fifty goals that you're losing for for a regular season, and you gotta have you gotta have guys fill in those extra goals. You know, it's not like it's just they're gonna come out of nowhere. Everyone's gotta chip in a little bit more when a guy like that goes down. And I think we've seen that with guys like Bozak and Barbashev and like we've been talking about before, Sungfist, just the, the depth guys that are, you know, not going out there and scoring third on pace to score 30 or 40, but they're on pace to score 15, 20, 25, which is still way above what they've previously put up. And I think it just goes to show that this team, the reason why they've continued to have success is that next man up mentality is when a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko goes down, you're, you're, you're not just, you're not saying, oh, well, great, there goes, there goes all our goal production that he would have had. It's, well, no, Oh, that means that mean you know guys like Bo- Bozak and Barbashev and Tankfist that they bear down and they say okay that just means we got to work a little harder we got to score a few extra goals and the players that they've put in Tarasenko's role have thrived in it versus in years past when we've seen injuries impact the team it's always been the new guy on the line has always weighed them down a little bit has always been like man I can't wait to have that player back so that line doesn't suck anymore but instead this year like you know Kyrie's gone as some moments up there and they've they've they young guys that haven't seen any NHL time have been jumping on that first line and. Putting putting in some important minutes, scoring some important goals, and there's a reason this team is where they are, and that's a big reason why. Yeah, I think uh, if we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. We probably have said it a thousand times that the the depth of this team is really what sets them apart. And not even just talking about in terms of like next man up mentality after injuries, even though they do have that. But even like when they're at a hundred percent, like each line, it's like they're it's like they have like a first line, or they have like two first lines and two seconds lines, two second lines. Like, they right. don't really have, like, a fourth line or, like, a third. I mean, we have, like, checking lines and, like, forechecking and stuff like that. But, like, the talent level of all of our guys are just, like, top-notch. And I think you see the difference in that talent level in teams like San Jose, who's kind of, like, top-two line heavy and, like, other teams like that. Like, they just can't – they can't go toe-to-toe with the talent level that we have. And obviously, right. like – because I don't even think the Blues – the Blues never really got to, like – their best game tonight like they played well no. i think they had 13 giveaways no. tonight yeah um, they, they, they honestly they play as far as like blue standards go i would call it a below average game but the best part about having a team like this that's you know at the top of the standings is a below average game can get you will might get you wins more often than not when you're when you're this good and it's it worked for them tonight yeah they get and they also got outshot in every period besides the first one right so i mean like it's not like they played a bad game. I mean, they won three to no, two, and it wasn't no. like egregious like turnovers left and right. But it was just like little things you notice. Like they're not fully getting to the level of play that we know that they're capable of. Right, but it's 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 a good step in the right direction. You know, we're not going right, to expect exactly. They, they've 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 been through a bit of a rough stretch. Um, the chemistry's chemistry's a little off. Everyone everyone had a long road trip. Right. Right, everything's like a couple inches off. You know, the, the the shots are a couple inches off. The the pucks are bouncing off the sticks a little bit. It's just one of those things. It takes a couple games to, to get yourself back in the flow, get yourself you know locked on again. Haha. Um, <laughs> but so it, you're not going to expect it to change overnight. If they obviously if they went out against San Jose and just looked like the team that we've seen all season and played and dominated them from puck drop to final buzzer, obviously that'd be great. But it wouldn't be fair to expect that because you know at the end of the day it's an 82 game season. There's going to be ebbs and flows and the fact that the 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 
this this uh, uh, rough patch for the Blues has only consisted of a couple couple losses here and there and an overtime loss, and they're still sitting so pretty in the standings. I don't think we can complain about them sort of working their way back up to their full full steam tonight and getting a win out of it. And you know, hopefully they can build on it. They come out. I think Buffalo next. They come out. They should hopefully can come out against Buffalo and and build on that. Uh, I, uh, out of conference game, they always they always kind of seem to step it up in, in those in those ones. And Ryan O'Reilly's former team, so it should be a fun one. A lot of storylines there, and could be could be a huge um, game for the Blues to capture momentum. You know, one game, sure that's great, but they could come out and lose and be right back into the into the rut. So if they can come out and capture this momentum and use it as fuel to swing a couple of wins together, then not only does this losing streak not even matter, they might they they might even be sitting even more comfortably in the standings than they are now. Yeah, and I think uh, going along like what you were talking about with like that struggle, I think a, a player that's really been struggling is Zach Sanford, and we saw him get first-line minutes tonight, and it, it might get uh, – kind of mold over since we won three to two but he still did not look good out there like fumbling pucks and yeah uh, making turnovers I, I, and even like i think at a scoring opportunity and it just looked like i don't know like the driver desire wasn't there I, and i'm sure that it was but it just like <laughs> yeah he needs to find he needs to find his footing right now he needs to find like where he fits in on this team especially with a guy like Cairo who Tonight scored a goal, had it called back. Almost had an assist on a Justin Falk pass from the blue line all the way down low by the circle. Mm-hmm. Um, if it would have hit his stick blade, he's got a wide open cage for a one timer, and that's an assist. So like yeah. the dude's playing, yeah. Yeah. the dude's playing similar to me, like Robert Thomas was last year. Um, whenever yeah. Bruby yeah, came yeah, in, yeah, yeah. and he was kind of like starting to like get confident, and like okay, right. I can do this now. He's making more like flashy plays, and we see more of what he's capable of. I'm starting right. to see like the wheels turning for Cairo. Right. Every single game he looks even better. And having I don't even want to say he's like clogging it up, but like having Zach Sanford in there and like taking time away from Cairo's development is like it's frustrating. Yeah, and I think I think the reason that he they they went with him on the first line tonight is is kind of like you said. They want to get him going. Right. Yeah. A big a big frustration thing because they know he's capable of more than what he's producing. They have faith in him. They've they've continued to play him, but also back you know also back him up and defend him and say like, oh no, we think he's capable of being a big body who can put pucks yeah. put pucks on the net. And I think he, the reason you play him on the first line is like, well, maybe maybe he needs to kind of be that that third option, the guy that can just bang home pucks. So I totally understand the decision, and I think that when we've seen that he's capable of something like first line minutes, when he's playing at his best, he can be that guy that that can tip pucks out. Front can can bang bodies can kind of you know be a big a big presence out in front of the net but also shoot the puck really well and and be reliable enough defensively he, he can he can fit in on a first line from from what we've seen from him but the problem is that consistency is is just not not there yet for him and he'll have one good game and then a, a couple just games or not even bad games just games where he just might as well not not even have played just because he's out there skating you know he's not making not making a difference and if he is making plays it's it's a it's a bad one it's a turnover but it's a, yeah I agree I'm at the point where okay you tried him on the first line that's that's about that's about it, it for him I'd say turn him into a rotation player maybe depending on injuries but 
we'll see moving forward. Uh, Kairou looked great tonight. Like you said, it's it's one of those things where if you look at the box score after every game, you're you're gonna be like a little disappointed in him. But if you watch the games and more specifically watch Kairou, you 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 can tell that that potential is there and that he's he's just absolutely sick. He's he's filthy out there. He's the bounces aren't going his way just yet. The, the like I said, like I said earlier, the, it, everything's a couple inches off. The timing is just a little bit off. He's still working his way into the into the fold of the team, but he's making good plays. Like you said, he almost scored, almost had a beautiful one with Falk. Um, he's he. He's, I feel like he's right on the verge of, of breaking out and becoming a, a full-time NHLer. But for the time being, I'm, ha- I'm having a lot of fun watching him kind of find his groove. Absolutely. And another another player we're having fun watching, obviously, is David Perron. I wish Joey was here. He would be going off on him right now. Joey. Just, just singing his praises like nobody's business. I'm sure he's celebrating right now at work, wherever he's at. Um, but yeah, David Perron, that's his 18th of the year, assisted by Ryan O'Reilly, who now has 31 assists on the year. Yeah, that's pretty stellar. Yeah, a that's... couple of all stars right there. Yeah, that's another pin uh... in his laurels for the. Go vote David Perron right now if you haven't. By the way. Yeah, that's um, you know, Timo Meyer makes it makes it two one, and you start thinking, oh boy, oh boy, this is uh, you know, and then on the power play too. So that's that's another all too familiar. Oh great, you know, there yeah. goes there goes the lead. Um, Blues are going to be on their heels for the rest of this game. Let's just hope Bennington can stand on his head. I feel like in in the past, once they've given up that that goal to cut the lead in half, it's it's been it's been pretty rough from there on out. But I was really hoping for a Bennington shootout to or not shootout. Shout out too yeah. because because uh, the one year anniversary I was like oh that'll be sick and then as soon as they scored I was like damn it oh yeah but, yeah um, but so yeah they the the sharks score and I definitely got a little nervous I was definitely like oh great this is a I've seen this too many times before it starts to look good starts to look like they're getting out of this rut and then next thing you know sharks storm back and it's and and the blues lose and I was I want to say I was expecting that but I was prepared for it um, and then not only do they not. Uh, turtle, they do the exact opposite, and less than two minutes later, David Perron just picks up a picks up a loose puck off the faceoff and fires it past the unsuspecting goalie to to re- restore the two goal lead, which is absolutely huge goal, a huge yeah. goal. It, the the momentum swing there is is unprecedented. Yeah. First of all, you if the Sharks score that next goal, the Sharks probably win the game. And if the Blues yeah. don't and if the Blues don't score the next goal, the Sharks probably win the game too. You know, yeah. it, it, you just felt the you felt the momentum starting to get picked up for San Jose and that that David Perron goal is one of those ones where you don't need momentum, you don't need anything. You're just a good team and you can and you can just snap up what might look like not an opportunity at all and next thing you know, it's it's 3-1 and they, they didn't really look back from there. They they did give up a shorty. But it was yeah, it was, dude. It was, that oh, it was a little funky. It was it was the it was Ryan O'Reilly. So it, it, to if you didn't if you didn't see the goal to I think because I think we should go to this one a little bit more in depth because it was weird. Um, pretty shortly after the Cairo goal got called off, weird weird puck bouncing like behind the net gets in behind Bennington's skate right, but on yeah. the goal line Ryan O'Reilly tries to use his weird little toe curve to to. <laughs> pick it out of the net but you know does one of the does one of the i don't know if you've ever played hockey you, you know how you know how sometimes you can accidentally hit a puck the wrong way he he just yeah. he just goes whoops and, and knocks it knocks it an inch an inch too far to the left and it just barely crosses the goal line and it's three two and like that it was it was a very weird goal of all guys on the, if all guys on the roster <laughs> if you said hey the blue scored an own goal today who do you think it was i think ryan o'reilly would be the last guy last one yeah for sure but 
I even even before the uh, Timo Meyer goal, like whenever that happened, I was like, okay, like we're still controlling the game and all that stuff. Whenever they scored that shorthanded, I don't even know. It was like three minutes left or something. I was like, yeah. dude, like uh, I've seen this before. I just saw it happen literally to the Sharks like a couple nights ago. They lost <laughs> after scoring an empty netter with a minute left. So I was like, I swear to God, <laughs> if this happens again and we go to OT or we lose, like I'm, oh man. Like I was just like, I started feeling it, started started breathing heavy, started getting that pit sweat. I was like, man, please don't let this happen. But fortunately yeah. they pulled it out in the end. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's one of those things where, uh, you know, similar to the similar to the hand pass that we all remember, you're not, yeah. you're, you're not going to lose, you're not going to lose after that. You know, Ryan O'Reilly scoring an own goal, he, you know, and they, they leave him out there. He, you better believe he's not letting, letting the Sharks get any more opportunities. And Bennington allowing an own goal, it's got to frustrate him. You better believe that he's locking in even more for the next, for the next, you know, minute of game time and to close mm-hmm. it out. And sure enough, they they played pretty well after that, and Sharks didn't really come too close to scoring, and the, the Blues held on three two. Really, pretty good victory. You know, they got some really unfortunate bounces. Very easily could have lost this one, and wouldn't really have been, you know, wouldn't really have been an egregious loss. It's just definitely a game that they could have lost, and you'd be like, eh, all right, that happens. But mm-hmm. they ha- they they got a few bounces. They worked they they worked they worked a little bit harder than than they may than maybe normal. They. They gave that little extra effort, and it worked for them, and they came away with a huge 3-2 victory to get them back in the win column. One thing, I wouldn't even say it's concerning, just because uh, San Jose is the number one, pretty sure number one ranked uh, penalty kill in the league. I wouldn't say it's concerning. It's just frustrating that we had um, six penalty minutes and zero shots on the power play. Yeah, I mean... And a a shorty. (laughs) uh, I I think that comes with comes a lot with the, the the chemistry and the momentum with this team because they, the power play has never really been a natural skill for them it's always sort of right. been like yeah. a, it's, it's always sort of been like a you know they'll be they'll be good they'll be bad and the power play doesn't really doesn't really factor in you know if they although to be game. fair to be fair I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of the drop passes that they do but whenever they drop pass to Robert Thomas and he goes flying through the neutral zone and then they drop pass to Jordan Cairo and he goes flying through the neutral zone I'm like okay I can get down with this this yeah, is pretty yeah, sick yeah no <laughs> and, and, and again like it definitely ties into momentum thing like the power play that's gonna sort of be like the last thing that clicks when you're when you're building that momentum back up so right, yeah. I, I don't I, especially with the blues the power play is not going to be firing on all cylinders if the team isn't firing on all cylinders the power play has always been sort of just like the cherry on top sort of been like the the afterthought and because they don't an extension yeah. Right, exactly. Not they're not like a like like you said like a San Jose who's been dominant on the penalty kill. They're not a team that relies on special teams, which is really important. Like as as we saw in the playoffs, it got it got plenty of teams pretty far. But come when it comes to, down to it, the penalty the the whistles get put away and stuff like that. So it, I I like the Blues' approach on the power play in the sense that even when it sucks, they don't go out and make personnel changes that affect their five on five play and their penalty killing play because they just know okay fine if if our if our power play is not that good but but at at the at the benefit of we have a dominant defensive five on five lineup then i think that that's something that the team is clearly fine with that they won a cup with a terrible power play so (laughs) as much as i'd love to see them putting up five or six goals a night you know whatever they're getting wins so you can't complain the power play has been great this year a lot better than expected a lot better than we're used to so i uh, give it give it a couple games and they'll be firing on all cylinders again i'm sure of it yeah the one though i guess with the power play the only thing that really grinds my gears like i don't mind their lack of production either like you were talking about 
Um, especially if they're producing a five on five, like not worried about it. Just as long as they stay disciplined, they'll be fine and win games. Right. Um, but I would like to see, um, there was one specific penalty. I think it was a cross check on Jordan Cairo where he just like went down into the boards and it was like a hard hit. Um, kind of a dirty hit. I feel like he Love was that. like, he went for the cross check. Um, I'd like to see the blues be like, okay, like we're going to score on this power play because like screw this dude. He's like literally trying to like, maybe not hurt, but like he's like going in hard on like a rookie and we should like have his back, you know? So like penalties like that, even like holding or like tripping or like soft ones like that. I don't really mind like them not producing on the power play, but like, I don't know, just have your guys' backs right, a little right. bit kind of like, you know no, what I'm saying? Protect I, them so it doesn't I, happen again. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, but I think it just comes down to like they're 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 dealing with the they're dealing with the 5 on 5 stuff first. They're dealing with the right. getting, yeah, getting yeah. back in the wind column first. Like obviously, yeah, you'd love for them to get some extra fire and, and you know, kind of maybe s- score on a power play where where it was especially a questionable call, but you know, at the end of the day, I I just it's all about doing the, that each individual player doing their job, playing the game that they know they're capable of. And I don't think you can really think too much about stuff like that i don't think you could say oh well we should try extra hard on this power play i think with this i think with this team they just kind of play they're capable of playing the same way night in night out and getting wins whether it be power play even strength penalty kill so it'll come naturally with this team i don't i don't think it's it's been something that's ever seemed forced it's never been like the it's never been like the the tampa bay power plays where they're there they got like they've got they got five absolutely skilled players with set plays where they're pass and boom 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 and great the play worked perfectly and they scored it's it's always just been no they've been playing naturally they've been doing their thing and they've been and they've been scoring goals it's they don't have to like go out of their way to make the power play good or five on five good it's just it's just something that comes with the the natural play of this team and i don't think it's it's gonna i don't think it's something that needs really a look from a look from the outside i think it just ties into the the whole team struggling right now yeah although i did see some tweets that were like um, I think it was Kyle Foxton actually was like, you know, who would who would have helped on the power play? Is, uh, I think he was getting at Taylor Hall. But <laughs> even even then, like, that would have been difficult to do. Um, right. And, and I think, I think that's yeah. that's one of those things where like, okay, yeah, the power play sucks, but look at, look at our record. Like, do we really need to right, say yeah. – do we really need to say let's bring in this guy – for our power play like it, it would be one thing if it'd be were, nice if, for sure right oh, it would be wrong. it would be nice for sure but it, it would be one thing if the blues were like on the cusp of a playoff spot and they they had like the 31st best right. power play whatever then you're like, like okay the then you'd be like okay this power play needs help now but like yeah. it's it's not something that's an immediate concern for the team it's something that like if you get a guy whose primary function is to help you at five on five and he happens to be good on the power play then great but if not yeah. then whatever but it's again can't complain Second and it's obviously first it's obviously not yeah it's obviously not necessary to their winning philosophy because right. they literally won a Stanley Cup without like yeah. an ideal power play yeah and they're first in the or near the top of the Western Conference right now yeah, first in the West first in the Central yeah first in the West with a less than ideal power play so yeah yeah if it ain't broke don't fix it. <laughs> Hey, and a, and a great bounce back game from Bennington. You know, he was my locked on player of the game, and he 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 delivered. He's he definitely. I mean, two goals on twenty seven or on twenty nine shots isn't you know outstanding. It's great, but if you watch the game, he he made some really tough saves, really important saves at key times, and you know it, he showed that he's not not gonna not gonna falter with the rest of the team, not gonna break. He he was strong, really strong out there tonight, and he I think that gave me a lot of confidence that he can continue 
continue to play at that level throughout the rest of the season, no matter no matter what the team's doing out there, which is really nice. For sure, and you could, I think you could see uh, kind of the game plan from San Jose, uh, especially the first two periods was like take shots from the point, deflect them on net, and like that's difficult for a goalie, especially like you can't see him and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, he looked sharp for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, speaking of Jordan a couple Bennington, fluke goals. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spe- speaking of Bennington, um, I got a I got a great tweet in my mentions today. Uh, shout out to Colton for for showing me this one. Apparently, I have no memory of this tweet, none at all. But apparently, a year ago today, when Jordan Bennington was making his debut, when the Blues were terrible, or I, maybe maybe it wasn't you know it was a year ago when the Blues were really bad still, and no one knew who Jordan Bennington was. I tweeted, "We're at the point where we're starting Jordan Bennington." Wow, this season makes me so sad. <laughs> so oh, hot take Josh. <laughs> yeah. Um it I no, at I, the time that's I feel like Right. Yeah, no, at the time that's a reasonable tweet, but it's it's also funny to me because I looked at that tweet and I looked at those words and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's from my account, but I have no memory of ever thinking that, much less tweeting it, which is pretty funny. It shows you how quickly things can change. Um, but no, right. that one that just think... that just made me laugh because I, obviously I'm going to get some stuff wrong, and it, it was nice to see that. Um, it was it was it was it kind of made me laugh to see that someone someone giving me a hard time about it, but also that like, <laughs> but also that like you know I, I responded to that I'm like wow now I literally have a Bennington jersey with the Stanley Cup champions patch on it, and I was and I was I was trash talking him because I didn't know who he you were was. Dog- him, yeah. Man. Yeah, and it wasn't even it wasn't even it wasn't even at his expense. The tweet was, "Wow, we're at the point where we're starting our fourth string goalie." That's that's pretty sad, and yeah. that's obje- that's objectively that's objectively pretty sad. <laughs> but um, I'm of all tweets to to get wrong, I'm pretty glad it was that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty yeah, glad no I was. Kidding. I'm pretty glad I was wrong about that take. Uh, on the on the on the other side of the spectrum, uh, I think it was a year ago tomorrow because it was the day after. Uh, Bennington posted a shutout, but I wrote an article right. called "Is Jordan Bennington the question or is Jordan Bennington a question mark or the answer?" And I argued that he was the answer. Uh, yeah, and I feel like yeah. that take turned out pretty pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're just gonna if we're just gonna one NHL start, and I was like, I'm gonna write an article about this dude. I, I mean, if like we're just gonna special. yeah, that, that yeah, that was a that was a good one. Oh man, if we're if, are we bragging about are we bragging about hot takes? Oh, I, no, I, mean, I was just I was just <laughs> contrasting your, no. your I don't my hot takes are bad. Um that's fine. I picked no, Petrangelo yeah. for my locked on player of the hey, game. He played I, okay. Hey, I thought he was gonna score like two I, goals. I, I will I tweeted out whenever the whenever the Oh, was it the? It was like the injury bug. Whenever the the injury bug hit, right after the Blues started turning it around, and then things started looking shaky. It was either late February or early March, so things were still questionable. I tweeted out, "Man, this injury bug is going to make a really great part of the Blues Stanley Cup champions documentary." I do they remember were, that. They I weren't even. That. They weren't even in a playoff spot at the time. <laughs> by the way, um, yeah, no, uh, I I do remember that that's, too. That's actually. that's and like it's not like one of those things where I, I only I made that tweet twice. It's not like that was something I tweeted out every day and just hope it worked. So if we're if we're really I did make the Jordan Bennington mistake, but but I, I I stayed confident in this team. I don't. I only think I tweeted about Jack Hughes like twice. Oh no, I was all in on the lose for Hughes, so I, I I'll, I'll take the L on that one for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I try to try to stay optimistic. It was it was tough last season. <laughs> but, it was tough. But it hey, was tough. but hey, look 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 what happened. The Blues stayed optimistic and they got a cup out of it. So yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I think we have a special guest lined up for you guys. Oh, uh, so definitely make sure to come check that out. You know him. You love him. And I won't say his name right now. So <laughs> <you gotta see. laughs>
um, no, so definitely get, definitely keep a lookout for that. Uh, guest coming, guest interview coming Thursday, hopefully. Um, and then mailbag and gauntlet on Friday if all things work out. Uh, if that's you know that, there's a little bit of an asterisk there as you know episodes haven't been coming five days a week every every time and I feel like we should kind of clarify that uh, that's it's, we're not just we're not just uh, we're not just skimping on you we're we're each working you know ten hours a day at completely different times Joey works from like. 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. and I work the exact opposite. So we're trying our best. And there's to, a time difference with Josh. <laughs> yep. Right. So so just just keep in mind that as soon as school starts back up for me, at least it's gonna be it'll be five episodes a week. Um, it should be a lot easier. So look forward to that. It'll be a lot less disorganized. Not that this has been disorganized, but it's been a little all over the place. So I appreciate you guys sticking with us. It's we've we're, we've been working really hard to get as much content out as possible. We've not been, you know, not at that five day a week thing just yet because it's been tough but uh appreciate you guys all sticking with us and all the support has been amazing and we should hopefully be back on track fully uh in the coming weeks once once the schedules get a little lighter for everybody but until then thank you guys for listening stay tuned for future episodes and let's go blues and if you haven't yet please follow us on twitter to stay updated um on our podcast as well as our instagram we do Mm -hmm. put out um, some quality content on there if I do yes, say so myself. Yes, so. yes. and please Locked ask, on Blues yeah. on both handles. Go check yep, them out. Yep, please ask us some mailbag questions. Uh, we're looking to record that one uh, pretty soon. Uh, need your questions for sure. We were looking to answer answer some questions, fill up a, fill up a good episode. And about anything and everything. About anything and everything. Nothing we love more than interacting with you guys. So there are, there are, there are few, few lines that, that we will not cross, but there are some. So we, yes. if we don't read, yeah, if we don't read your question, we apologize. But but feel free to to fire away with anything you got. Thanks for listening. Let's go Blues.